You're listening to The Rock House. A production of Austin Rock Records. Hello, everyone. Happy May 1st. Welcome to episode three of Four Questions, a weekly podcast where I answer four questions about the current state of affairs of my husband's indie rock band, Learson Peak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my name is Michelle Learson, and I'm your host. My husband, Stephen, will be in the background here, reacting to my notes for this week and providing enthusiastic and positive commentary. Indie rock, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't know that was our genre. Well, we're independent. Mm. I am, yes. <laughs> I am an independent man. I'm an independent rocker. <laughs> so uh, this week, we need to apologize for what we released last week. I'm very sorry. Our podcast caused some extreme and unanticipated drama that happened after the release of the uh, of last week's show. So I wanted to apologize to everyone affected and for us causing the drama. It was not my intention, and we should have probably thought it through a lot more carefully. Yeah. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> yes. I'm really the one who should be saying sorry. So Stephen will be releasing something separately, maybe, um, but not on the show, and uh, we'll probably be modifying some things in the future. Wow, that's vague. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, well, I can't really say anything because uh, I'm not allowed. (laughs) But I can say I'm sorry, so. Yeah. So the goal of this podcast is to only talk about Learson Peak and not about any other band. So if you didn't know, Learson Peak is made up of four members. Steven Learson, who Hmm. plays keyboards, synthesizers, sometimes the guitar, and also sings. Jules Jensen, who plays drums and amazing various other percussion devices. Mike Carter, master guitar shredder. And Luke Beamond, pro bassist, fellow podcaster, and super funny movie critic. This is the crew. I think you're uh, skipping uh, Gina Lucibello, who oh, has no, been no. singing with us. No, no, no. Well, I was about to say oh. that... <laughs> Ooh, I blew it. The band has enjoyed a large rotating cast of guest performers, oh. including singer Gina Lucibello, Nicoletta Namoko. Is that how you say mm-hmm. her last name? Namoko. Bassist Steve Bunce, Brian Ross, and Richie Lynch. Keyboardist Richard James. Hula hooper Jen Dulong. Saxophonist Lee Ross, guitarists Sean Cronin and Sam McGarity, and many others. So if you are interested in performing with Learson Peak at any future shows, please let us know. Get in touch. We're at Learson Peak on all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the sit-in. <laughs> Come on and sit in with us. Yep. So uh, with that, I'm ready to move on to answering the four questions for this week. All right. You ready for question one? Yes, sir. Michelle, (laughs) what went well this week? Well, this week, or last week, we celebrated Stephen's 35th birthday party, Mm. which was on April 26th. Did you have a good birthday, Stephen? I did have a really good birthday. (laughs) 
Yeah. So the thing that really stood out, I think, for Learson Peak fans uh, was that during the show, your birthday show, you were gifted during the Space Unicorn song, Unicorn Horns. That's right. <laughs> uh, my friend Dan Dower gifted us, uh, gift, gifted every member of the band mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a unicorn horn. Yes. In and, the form uh, of like a headband unicorn. In all different colors. In all different colors. And he had me open it while I was singing the song. He, mm-hmm. he handed me the present while I'm singing Space Unicorn. <laughs> and he, I, I said, thanks, man. And he, he said, open it now. <laughs> so and, did you continue playing while you opened it? I did. We had a rough second verse. <laughs> But I think the crowd liked it. And I'll, I'll yeah. I wish I took a photo. I didn't take a photo. Well, Dan took a Snapchat, which is gone now. <laughs> yeah, so I think I thought it was a great show and a great party. And even though the House of Blues had to end the show early that night, we continued the celebrations at our house late into the evening. Right. Well, I went to sleep, but... Uh, some folks were up past sunrise, I heard. Yeah, I had a great birthday party. I mean, we we stayed at the house. Mm-hmm. We had a couple friends over. And after you went to bed, I took them into the garage to work out <laughs> in the gym. I heard there was some weightlifting going on. That's right. So I'm trying to start <laughs> this year healthy. Um, Stephen was also gifted a really nice bottle of whiskey. Uh, so highlight of the week it was amazing last week thank you everyone for coming yeah and thanks for all the presents everyone i'm spoiled rotten michelle Mm -hmm. what did not go well last week (sighs) well so yeah before this show started i was looking up uh this person named trixie mattel who is a drag queen who is trixie um uh, so yes so what didn't go well was that live nation actually had to cancel our show on wednesday may 16th because trixie mattel booked out a private party a private drag party in the foundation room yep so kicked me right to the curb so really sorry everyone uh unfortunately we will not be playing a show on wednesday the 16th but you can find the band playing on Friday, the following Friday, May 25th, which will be a Boston Calling after party at the local bar and club Article 24. Which I'm super excited mm-hmm. to, to be there to play. And yeah. if, you're, if you're going to the Boston Calling Festival, you can walk mm-hmm. right out the gates. It's about three blocks down. You can go yeah. to Article 24. It's super What's close. It? It's called Article 24. 24. Yeah. And I just found out also that it's all ages. So anybody is welcome to come. You don't have to be 21. Mm -hmm. And we'll start at 10 o'clock after Boston Culling uh, headliner finishes. And it will end at 1 a.m. So forget about Trixie and focus on Article 24. Mm -hmm. Michelle. (laughs) Yes. Did you actually learn anything? Yes, well, this is my most, um, the part I'm most excited about this week to share with you. 
Uh, because for the past couple weeks, actually, I don't know if you've noticed, um, but I've been really into Tom Petty uh, because we've been, we, you made me watch the Tom Petty and Heartbreakers biography on Netflix. And ever since then, I've been like listening to Free Falling and all that. <laughs> so, so you've been going deep into his catalog. Well, real deep no but like uh, it made me think wow what other band biographies are out there mm. that are really interesting where i could learn something and help learson peak uh, become more well known in the future uh, so today i went and looked up best music documentaries online and i wanted to share them with everyone or which ones i thought were most interesting and maybe but have you seen them I've seen some of them, ah, yes. Okay. But I wanted to ask you which ones you've seen. Probably and, all of them. And we can learn we can learn about maybe some of our, you know, audience members out there. If you've seen any good music documentaries, mm -hmm. let us know and we'll add it to the list. Okay, so so what do you got? Hit me. Yeah, so I made a list of fifteen movies that I thought were interesting. And I've watched some of them or parts of them. <laughs> so the first one is Shut Up and Play the Hits which is by uh, about LCD sound system, mm -hmm. James Murphy. The second one is, and these are all free. You can watch them on Netflix or Amazon Prime. So I only listed ones that you can watch for pretty much free or like borrow your friend's accounts. Right. <laughs> okay, what else? Uh, uh, so yeah, LCD sound system, Jimi Hendrix, Amy, which is about Amy Winehouse, which we watched together, which was really, really sad. Yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, but I thought it was done pretty well. Like, there was a lot of good footage, and they put it together well. Um, and then one I haven't watched yet, but it was on the top of a lot of lists, was Stop Making Sense mm -hmm. about the talking heads. I think it's a pretty old one. I've tried to make you watch it. I think you've fallen asleep <laughs> oh. a couple times. I can't remember. <laughs> I've watched it lately because I tried to make you watch it, and you... <laughs> But I, I think we started late at night. Well, so. yeah, um, ever since, uh, this is a digression, but ever since looking up this list, uh, I did some research and David Byrne actually released a new um, album, a new album on his own. With Brian Eno. With Brian Eno. And then now I can't remember what it's called, but there is a dog track on it. It's the called album. American Utopia. Oh, yes. Yeah. American Utopia. So you guys should go check that out. Um, if you're interested in talking heads. Anyway, so number five on my list is Supermensch. Uh, it's about Shep Gordon. Real good. Which was really, really inspirational. good. Um, he's a manager of... Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper and other bands and even... And even chefs. Celebrity chefs. Yeah. And he lives in Hawaii. Number six is Muscle Shoals about Fame Studios in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Number seven is Under the Influence about Keith Richards, which mm. I haven't seen, but I, you know, it said it was really good. I have fallen asleep trying to watch that one. <laughs> Not because okay. it isn't good, but I just yeah. put it on too late. Well, there's so many I haven't seen. Little Girl Blue about Janis Joplin. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that one? No. It sounds really good. Uh, Sound City, we watched with our friends um, Pete and Mackenzie. Mm -hmm. It's about the recording studio in LA. Uh, Marley, about Bob Marley. That one's on everyone's list. Mm. Um, and then number 11 is Searching for Sugar Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's really um, inspirational. 
It's about a little-known folk singer who became really famous in South Africa and didn't know it mm-hmm. for many years and never got paid. And then suddenly found out he was famous. Yeah, it's chilling. He uh, he found out that uh, his songs were used as part of the revolution mm-hmm. for the uh, South Africans to free themselves from apartheid. Yeah, so check that out if you haven't seen it. Searching for Sugar Man. Um, oh, I listed Talking Heads twice. Okay, so I actually only have 14. Uh, so number 12 is 20 Feet from Stardom. Mm-hmm. It's about backup singers. It's about singers. all the backup singers, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. <gasps> when did you watch that? Probably before I met you. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and then Gimme Shelter um, about the Rolling Stones. I think we watched parts of it for our previous episode about Altamont. And then the last one, this one is for you, Stephen. Uh, I don't know if you watched it. You never talked about it. But the movie is called I Dream of Wires. Yeah, of course I've seen I Dream of Wires. <laughs> oh, you never talked about it. Okay. Anyway, I dreamed I Dream of Wires. What am I, how am I going to talk about it with you? <laughs> very, very interesting to me. Oh, yeah? It's a documentary about the history and resurgence of analog synthesizers. Mm-hmm. And they made an entire movie about it in 2014. And I just found about it out about it today. Mm-hmm. We can watch it. I'll watch it again. <laughs> so everyone should go and see these movies because they look really good and educational. Uh, but there's a lot more movies you know out what, there. You know what's a really, another really good documentary? Yes. It's uh, the Eagles documentary. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. The Eagles suck. I hate the Eagles. I'm just kidding. I don't hate them. We're only just... making positive commentary, Stephen, about our band. <laughs> Okay, but but I don't, I don't really like the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get us in trouble again. <laughs> anyway, if you have any other movies to add to our list, let us know in the comments. But not Stephen. We know how he feels. Uh, Michelle. Yes. What are you excited about? What's coming up this week besides watching all these documentaries? <laughs> I know I need to get through a lot of movies now. Uh, so this week I plan to send out our monthly Learson Peak email newsletter. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. That's exciting. <laughs> it is really exciting because we have like 500 people on our email newsletter. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on our email list, you can sign up on our website, which is alstonrockrecords.com. And we promise only to send you one email per month. Mm -hmm. So it's only 12 emails per year. I'm not sure what I'll be putting out in this month's uh, newsletter just yet, but you will be guaranteed to see lots of photos of Steven and the rest of the band and dates for upcoming shows. I'm also excited for the Dr. Dog after party show this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I love Dr. Dog. <laughs> also uh, at the House of Blues. Uh, they're starting at 10 p.m. Learson Peak. If you're coming out to see Dr. Dog, just uh, step in next door to the foundation room. Mm-hmm. And so that's it. 
Oh, I have one thing to mention. If it's okay. Is it positive? Yeah, I um <laughs> I'm starting a new YouTube series. Oh. Oh yeah. It's on my YouTube channel, Steve Learson. Okay. And uh, it, the YouTube series is called Synthesizer Show and Tell. Mm. So for all of the I Dream of Wires documentary fanatics, yeah. uh, uh, maybe this is for you. Or just any of my friends who are keyboardists or like synthesizers. This is... Well, what, what is Synthesizer Show and Tell? Can you, like... Are you going to show it and then uh, well, talk each, about it? Each week, I will be showing and telling one of the synths from my collection. And mm-hmm. uh, I just like to give a shout out to my mom and dad, mm. who for my birthday got me a new synthesizer. And I'm positive they have no idea what it is <laughs> or what it does. I thought they got you two, because you got two boxes of knobs. Just one one synthesizer. <laughs> To be uh, one synthesizer and the other knob device is what's making your voice sound so good right now. Mm. So that's the other thing. It's called a preamp. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Great. So on this first episode of the Synthesizer Show and Tell, I am taking a look at the new analog synthesizer made by Behringer. It's called the Model D. Mm-hmm. And it's a clone, it's a remake of a Moog Mini Moog, which was originally made in 1970 and is kind of like one of the first most famous analog synthesizers. It kind mm. of it propelled synthesizers into the realm of being instruments as opposed to weird scientific mm-hmm. looking things with lots of wires and blinking lights. So it's, uh, it's kind of an iconic remake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just play around on the sounds. I talk about a whole bunch of uh, details about it. It's super geeky. I can see your eyes glazing over as I'm talking <laughs> about it right now. So I, no. I will. So if you're into synthesizers, uh, you should check it out. Are you gonna put the track in that you made? Yeah. So for the video, I made a a song. I wrote a three minute song that's instrumental that only uses the synthesizer. And I just layered one layer after the other. And the synthesizer is so versatile. You mm-hmm. can make it sound like a drum. You can mm-hmm. make it sound like a bass. You can make no, it. No, I mean, are you going to layer it? Are you going to put it in this episode of the podcast? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I can put a little bit of it in at the end. Okay. Great. Should I put it in right now to take us out? Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? No, that's all I have. All right. Well, everyone have a good week. Mm-hmm. I hope to see you at the Dr. Dog um, mm-hmm. party after the show. Yes. It's not an after party. It's a party after the Dr. Dog <laughs> show. It's an after party. Right. It's just not the official after party. Right. Yeah. Because I need to be very clear there. <laughs> anyway, hope to see you there. And uh, if not, catch us at Article 24 on May 25th. Do 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 do